0: Up, everybody, welcome back to the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN, your number 81 show in the top 100 of wrestling podcasts. Thank you for everybody that uh made that happen. Thank you to the No Gimmicks Podcast fan group for tuning in to us. Before we get into the show, let's shout out these sponsors shout out to Fiverr and Plugs Earbuds, shout out to everybody who has joined the Patreon, shout out to Ishii, who has joined us on the $3 tier on the Patreon out of the No Gimmicks Podcast fan group. Thank you for showing your support. For everybody else, if you are listening to this podcast right now, that means you are not a part of the Patreon. So go to www.patreon.com slash that podcast and subscribe for as little as $3 and you will be entering in for some great stuff. We got great content. Uh, We have an interview today on the show. The City Boys from Dog Pound Championship Wrestling will be stopping by, and we will be having an interview with them. We do have our uh, final four, the No Gimmicks podcast fan group has chosen their Mount Rushmore. We'll get to that later, as well as the interview. But I digress. We do have the Bandcamp. Go to datfillin.bandcamp.com. $3 will get you the entire catalog. We do have merch over at the Teespring, including some Patreon-exclusive merch that we created for the $15 and $20 tiers over at Patreon. So go to teespring.com, search Datfillin Podcast, and pick up some merch. Rep your shows. Take pictures in it, post it to the social media handles, tag us. You might get something good out of it. Now, fabulous Frankie D.
1: Yes, Mr. Black Mac, sir.
0: WrestleMania season is upon us. We are in the week. Saturday night starts night one of WrestleMania. So it was only right that we come on and you know we look at WrestleMania Current to give our thoughts. And we're also gonna be doing a look back on the WrestleMania of our choice. We talked about it. Uh we're gonna be talking about WrestleMania 5 tonight. Very good choice, by the way.
1: Yeah, WrestleMania 5, the mega powers explode. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because you know, Macho Man had to put you know, Hulk in his place because Hulk had lust in his eyes for
0: Elizabeth. We've talked I mean, about this before.
1: You know what I'm saying? So he had the lust. But you know, <laughs> you're,
0: you know you're right. I see you're at Elizabeth. You're yeah. lusting in your eyes for
1: That's a very horrible Macho Man impersonation, by the way. Yeah, fuck it. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but no, you're right. We're on the road to WrestleMania this weekend. It starts this Friday night with the Hall of Fame ceremony which I think they're going to pull some big angle with Rey Mysterio, so be checking and be looking out for that. But, um, yeah, man, um, let's get into it, because uh, we had a very, very interesting combo before
2: yes, we started we
1: the show, like we normally do. So let's go ahead and get right into that shit. All right, let's <laughs> go ahead and, and let's get our predictions out the way, because I got some shit to say
0: in <laughs> public. If you will. <laughs> If you will. All right. So, WrestleMania 39, night one, starting this Saturday, kicking off that show is none other than John Cena going up against Austin Theory.
1: I am picking
0: Austin Theory. Ooh. That is a bold choice.
1: there's no reason at this point for John Cena at this stage where he is not even part timer, just an attraction that's going to come in anytime he wants to do something with someone. It's time to make Austin Theory. So I'm picking Austin Theory to win and retain the WWE United States Heavyweight Championship.
0: Mm. I too I'm going to go Austin Theory for the exact same reason you said. I think with a legend like Cena in a match like this, they're kicking it off. I think it's a perfect time to to give that baton off to to Austin Theory. There 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 are comparisons to Cena and Austin Theory. I don't see it, but if you're going to if you're going to have a WrestleMania match and you want to get that rub off on someone, then yes. Perfect guy to do it, John Cena. I think I think this may be a great match. I don't I don't have it ready to be my show stiller, but I think it's a hell of a way to kick off WrestleMania.
1: Oh yeah, I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you on that.
0: All right, cool. So we got a we got a men showcase match: uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, and the Viking Raiders. I don't like this match at all. i'm pretty sure this is probably a pre pre pre-show match
1: yeah i'm not i'm not digging this match at all there's there's no story to it it's just basically just a a match to get people on a card yeah Uh, i personally think that the street profits deserve better um they could have been inserted into uh, another program this this is and this goes back to the reason why it's a bad thing to have one set of titles Exactly. Your championships, um, you know, united unified because it, it's not good for the other tag teams. Like the, the tag division, the WWE is very stagnant to begin with. It's mm-hmm. been dominated really by one tag team and that one tag team has been destroying everybody. So I'm not digging this match. But if I'm going to pick a team, I'm going to pick the team that I think is over. And that's
0: going to be the Street Profits. Okay. I I will go. uh, It's hard for me to say Street Profits. I want them to win. But for some reason, I feel like Alpha Academy might take this one. Because they've been doing a lot with Otis and seeing if there's any dissent there. But I think they've been kind of strong in the past couple of weeks to where I feel like if you throw them in this match, first of all, by cancellation, Viking Raiders and Strowman and Ricochet. There's only two people. There's only two tag teams that could possibly win this match. It's probably the Street Profits or Alpha Academy. I'm leaning well, more towards the Alpha Academy.
1: Well, I, well, well. Here's the thing. So <clears throat> why is why why are the Maximum Male Models not involved in this match? To further the story with Otis, like you know, what I mean, they could have put a, another tag team. It would have made sense. It would have made sense. It just, I don't, I don't get that part. Yeah, and I'm and, and, and I'm like, I, you know, <laughs> I'm willing to give the maximum male models a chance because I, I think that their gimmick is just so outrageous it might get over. It. Right. So you know. Right. But yeah, whatever. I'm picking, like I said, I'm picking street profits for that.
0: Okay. All right, then we have a women's showcase. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia and Shotzi, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus two mysteries. The two mysteries in my brain win this match. I don't I don't care who they are. They're probably gonna go over.
1: I don't have any interest in this match, so I'm gonna
0: <laughs> I, I got no comment. <laughs> All right, Intercontinental Championship, Drew McIntyre. Versus Sheamus versus Gunther. This may be a fucking banger.
1: No, it's gonna be a banger. It's gonna be probably one of the stiffest matches on the <laughs> card. Um I, I'm gonna go with Gunther to retain.
0: Yeah, I'm going simply with Gunther. Because
1: too. Gunther's theme is fire. Fire
2: they, they, is they fire. got of,
1: they got a lot of they got a lot of shit music in WWE right now. Gunther's not one that, Death Rebel, whatever it, is, whatever it is, they're they're horrible. But Gunther, his his music is on it is yeah. popping. So I'm I'm gonna go with him.
0: Okay. I'm going with you. I'm going with you there. Uh and I think it's a perfect match. I think uh McIntyre and Sheamus did have some issues earlier on. I think that may come to a head. You may see them in a refute out of it. Gunther retains, uh looks strong. And I think he's on the bigger and better things. They need to. They seriously need to put him in a higher spot, because that that man is walking money at this point.
1: Yeah, they could have had Gunther versus Bobby Lashley. Intercom- yeah, you could have. You could have. But we'll and get it, to we'll 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 get to to Bobby in a minute.
0: Yeah, Edge versus I, I Finn Balor. Hell
1: in a Cell. Yeah, Edge versus Finn Balor. It's the creator of the Judgment Day versus the The Judgment Day. Uh, The leader right now of Judgment Day, Finn Balor. Um, And they're going to be cranking out the original Hell in a Cell. The red Hell in a Cell is gone. PW Insider reports that they're cranking out the old school Hell in a Cell, so that would be cool. And Mm -hmm. for this one here, and there's also talk that they're bringing in Gangrel uh, to be part of this situation here, so I am going to go with Finn Balor to win this match because I think Finn Balor hmm. needs needs to win. He needs it more than Edge at this point because Edge could Edge could take another sabbatical after this match. So Finn Balor is going to be there. I think Finn Balor needs Edge. I think it's needs to win. I think it's time to put Finn Balor move him up the card a little bit here. Let's this, this some new blood into these title situations. And I'm not talking about the United States championship or the Intercontinental championship. I'm talking about we need to start pushing it. If we're going to have the Judgment Day there as a faction. You need to start, putting the, to start thinking about the Judgment Day versus the bloodline at some point. But you go right
0: ahead. Mm, I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, by the way, we're getting the demon, Finn Balor. In this match as well,
1: I'm not in. I, I'm 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 not really digging it because the demon Finn Balor is a character that was was off uh, merely created babyface Finn Balor. So I'm not I'm not digging it at all. Um, mm. I, I I don't I don't like it. I I hope you know. I mean, what's he gonna do? Come out there with a bunch of black and purple paint all over him or something like that? You know what I mean? It Probably. just don't it don't it don't hit right. It's not, I mean, we'll see. It, it's
0: WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania. It, it's we'll WrestleMania. See. They, we'll see we had the out. same reservations about Edge last year. Yeah. And what he pulled off in that fucking entrance was amazing.
1: Yeah, we'll the see. match was
0: actually good last year. Too, yeah, so.
1: we'll see. We'll, see. we'll because, see. Because because here's the thing when it comes to, to Finn Balor. They, WWE, they don't like, like, so when Balor was Prince David in, in Japan, Mm-hmm. Bauer had more freedom to to use a lot more characters and, and to do more things. You know what I'm saying? He would come out there one time. He came out as a Joker, and you can use these other intellectual characters from from other you know genres of entertainment. He can't do that in WWE. He don't have the luxuries for that. Right. So we got to come up with something. And I, I just hope it's not the same demon that we saw that we see all the time. Is all I'm saying. I want to maybe an evil fresh. version
0: of him. Yeah, I, I want something I would, fresh. I think that would work. Right. Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos, Omos.
1: I think Brock is going to do his best to make Omos look good out there um, and I think people are going to be you know, into this match simply because the size of Omos is impressive and I can't wait for to, to see Brock Lesnar get this big dude up in Suplex City so that's what people are going to be looking for, um, and honestly, I unless something changes, I'm I'm going to pick Brock Lesnar to, to take the the W here.
0: Mm. I oh, it's hard for me to say Brock wins this match, and I've, I'm, I I I want to say he's setting up Omos to look strong. I, I want to say that because he's been doing a great job at it so far I see him I see him going into this match making Omos look strong but I also can see Omos going over in this match
1: I can see it happening only if Brock is taking a leave of absence and there's rumors that Brock is potentially finishing up right. I don't believe that. Um, I think Brock is going to be pretty much probably out until SummerSlam is when we will probably see Brock come back. Uh, but if if that's the case, then yeah, let let you know let let, let Omos go let, over. Let, let Omos go over. I mean, it doesn't now, hurt Brock. Brock Brock is at this point in his career where Brock well, he can lets, lose, he can take a loss, and yeah. it's not going to hurt
0: him. Right. I agree with that. I agree with that. Now, this match in particular. I'm very curious as to the aftermath of it Um, because rumor has it, Carmelo Hayes is going to debut Monday night. And if Omos loses this and we get something to the effect of they try to hurt him Monday night, I think we may see Hurt Business 2.0 coming together. Monday
1: night. I saw an episode a couple hours ago um, because I just re-subscribed to uh to Hulu. Mm-hmm. And Hulu has the uh, episodes of main event, right? Mm-hmm. So I saw Carmelo Hayes uh, actually cut a promo. Because, you know, if you watch Carmelo Hayes in NXT, he always has dude talking for him. Right. Carmelo can't cut a promo. He can't talk,
0: which why it makes perfect sense to put him with MVP. Yeah,
1: and I and I was yeah I I was uh, when I, that was my first takeaway. I was like, damn, bro, can't you can't talk? So yeah, you put him with MVP. Rumor has it that you know he could be getting called up to the to the main roster. We we don't know that for sure, uh, but that if if that happens, hey, yeah, that's cool. But I mean, if is it really hurt business two if I mean, if you got the same people involved in it, what, what's what's the no. difference here? If you got okay, so if you got Carmelo Hayes involved in it, her business 2.0 would be MVP Olmas and the street profits. That's her business 2.0. I would,
0: I would say them and the addition of Carmelo Hayes,
1: yeah, but I don't know, I just. I don't know. You you, you <laughs> can do the hurt. You can do the hurt business, but the hurt business is always going to be MVP Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, and Shelton Benjamin. Yeah,
0: I agree That's with
1: that. Be that. You know I mean? agree with that. So if you want to do something, you do a, do a fresh concept. But I think what they need to do is if they bring Carmelo Hayes up to the main roster. They need to bring his dude that he already has with him in NXT
0: up with him. That's what. I yeah, would do. yeah, I agree with that too. All right, Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. Please, for the love of God, get rid of Damage Control.
1: I don't like Damage Control at all. Um, I don't think that they have any chemistry whatsoever. I don't either. Uh, I think they actually hold Bailey back. I do too. So I'm I'm all for just having Trish, Lita, and Becky beat them at Mania, and having damage control just break up and and baby going around um or if she's gonna have a stable get two other females that was stable with because this this right here this is like it's just a miscast of characters here it's kind of like jay cargill's uh, baddies yeah you know what i mean it's yeah like, exactly
0: what that reminds yeah. me of and they're just
1: they're just holding them holding them back it's just a group it's just yeah it's just a group and i and i must say too um I have a gripe to pick with two K, uh, with with WB two K twenty three, because they did not get Bailey's ass right in that game. <laughs> they really didn't. You know what I'm saying?
0: It's not aesthetically pleasing.
1: It's not. Dude, like I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 you know, I'm looking at Bailey.
0: Well, you, well, yeah, li- li- the live dunk versus the video game dunk is yeah.
1: swayed de- the uh, yeah, the yeah, ratios yeah. off yeah flat as a pancake and I'm yeah, like it's off. Yeah, yeah it's way off, so two k y'all need to put a patch through
0: i don't know but i don't i don't know where it came from, but lately it's just been it's just been out there like it's it's undeniable it went from
1: oh it's been it's been <laughs> that it's it's been that way for years bro like, yeah god. Y'all, y'all just baby. y'all just on catching on that's why baby is my favorite wrestler
3: where would it come from
1: her her and uh her and her sky blue and i'll I'll show you. Oh, wild yeah, wild, yeah. I'll show yeah. you a little while why Sky Boo is my favorite yeah. one
0: too. Yep. I saw it.
1: Yeah. I saw it. That's <laughs> the house house. Uh, what was the house house rules. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's my favorite now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think I do think damage control would benefit from a breakup. And I was I was talking about this last night. EO Sky, they need to do something. The Japanese stars, like, they're so talented. But Io is in a situation where she won't prevail. No. Because she's she's paired wrongly with Dakota Kai. And it doesn't make sense for her to be in this group.
1: Well, number one, why did they change her name to begin with? I don't know. That's, Io that's, Shirai was a
0: great name.
1: Yes. that's And I don't understand. Why, why did they change her name? That's the first strike right there.
0: I I don't know. Yeah. Oh, who you got with Oh, never mind. We we don't want Damage control to win.
1: <laughs> no, I said, oh. I, said, I, said, I said I said Becky uh Trish and uh Lita.
0: Yeah. I uh, same. Yeah. Same. All right. Bianca Belair versus Asuka.
1: I I want to say Asuka because I think Bianca would do better chasing the championship, but I have a feeling they're going to keep it on Bianca, because mm. she's she's a, pretty much she's a, the MVP right now of the female division on Raw. So yeah, um, I, you know, I, I really want to see Oscar. I'm I'm going to go on a limb and say Oscar. I really want to see Oscar win it, but something tells me it's going to go to uh, this Beler's and Tan. But I'm going to pick Oscar.
0: I'm going to say Bianca. I'm I'm going to say Bianca. And I'm going to say Bianca in a great match. I hope this match is not on night 1. I hope it's on night 2. That way it's not compared to the main event of night 1. Although I wouldn't be mad if they they went on before them. I really wouldn't be mad. But I hope I hope it's on night 2 cuz she needs her she needs her own
1: It'll it'll be on night two. They're they're not going to put both women's matches on the same same show. Yeah, I hope so.
0: I hope so. All right, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus the Usos. Oh, now we're in the business.
1: All right, so this is just (laughs) I've seen this scenario (laughs) out there. um I think think it'd be stupid if they were to go down this route, but hey, you know, WWE. Some people believe that Sammy is going to turn on KO. Hmm. That this was all a ruse to to get KO to trust him, for him to turn on him. I I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. I
0: don't think that's going to happen.
1: That's not going to happen. I think that... I, I think the Usos are going to drop the tag team titles.
0: Oh, we are on the same page with this shit.
1: Yeah. I think why do that, you think so? I think that that that's gonna cause further issues in the bloodline. <laughs>
0: um, we are on the same fucking page.
1: Yeah, it's gonna call it's it's called storyline, it's called further in the story. Mm-hmm. I think that the Usos are gonna drop the championships. The person that's going to take the fall is going to be Jay. And that's going to cause some issues. It's going to cause some issues. So I'm picking Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to be the new WWE undisputed tag
0: team champions of the world. Ding, 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 ding. I agree. I agree. For the exact same reason you said. I think they beat them. I think it makes sense for Jay to be the one to get pinned by Sammy and I think they dropped the titles to to KO and Sami Zayn and I think this causes massive issues with Roman Reigns. Who will get to save this as a as a as a bookmark. We'll come back to this one. But yeah, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley
1: um, so I have not liked the build for this match at all. I haven't either. I'm. Um, I, I,
0: it's not a strong
1: build at all. Now, um,
0: if you were, if you were to ask me this a week ago, I would have said this was the better of the bills of the women's title matches. But after last night and what they did with the vignettes for Becky and Oscar, I'm more excited about that match than this one.
1: I just think that Charlotte's a better heel than she is babyface.
0: I agree with that. I I think the roles should be reversed.
1: Yeah, and Rhea Ripley is just—I mean, I know she's a heel with the Judgment Day, but Rhea Ripley should be a babyface.
0: I I agree. The roles should be reversed.
1: be yeah, just totally miscast. So in, in saying that. Um, I think that we're gonna see Rhea take the championship from Charlotte. I think Charlotte owes her one. So I'm gonna go yeah, I believe I
0: believe that's gonna happen too. I believe yep. that's gonna happen too. It would be it would be, I think it would be almost a buzz kill for Charlotte to go over in this match.
1: Yeah, almost. Yeah, definitely. So, and I don't I don't
0: see how that benefits Rhea if she won the Royal Rumble lasted the entire Royal Rumble from number one to go to WrestleMania and lose. I don't see how that benefits her.
1: Yeah, it, it doesn't. It makes her look real soft and weak. So I'm picking Rhea Ripley to become the new Raw Women's or SmackDown Women's uh, Champion.
0: So I agree. Now, aftermath of this match, where does it leave her in the bloodline? Because bloodline is gen- generally... Featured on Raw, she would be the SmackDown Women's Champion. Do you move the entire bloodline to SmackDown? Because the, her and Dom's story doesn't make sense if she's on SmackDown.
1: Well, they've been going back and forth. So, I mean, is there really a brand split anymore?
0: Eh, you're right. The The line's kind of blurred.
1: Exactly. So I don't really think that even matters.
0: Yeah, okay. South Rollins versus Logan Paul. Uh I'm picking Seth Rollins. Hmm. I'm picking Logan Paul. I I'm I think Seth's at a point right now where it won't hurt him to lose his Oh he's on. no, it will hurt him. You think so? Yeah. I don't it, I don't think I don't think it would hurt him to yeah, lose to it, Logan Paul.
1: Listen, let me let me let me put it like let me let me tell you why it would hurt. Because number 1 all the matches that dude lost against Cody Rhodes, that that's number one. Number two, mm-hmm. it, it, you 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 got people questioning, and and I and I already know the answer to this, but you got people actually questioning: is it the song or is it him that's over?
0: I question that.
1: Okay, it's him that's that's over, because when he was the visionary, he was over then too. So I think that it's it, he needs to win here. Because if okay. you don't, if you don't give him the win, okay. First of all, Logan Paul hasn't earned it.
0: I don't so, think he has. But I, I so if that, if I were to put there. this kid in the in one of in a in a WrestleMania card, above a lot of people because he is a celebrity, <laughs> like him or not, he has skills. I hate that I even say that confidently.
1: What he's how, how how okay? How is he exactly a celebrity?
0: He's
1: a YouTube star. Kids would yeah, call that celebrity.
0: He's a YouTuber. He is
1: a YouTuber. He ain't no celebrity. And you, you want you want a celebrity? You bring, you bring fucking, uh, you know, Tom Cruise out there. That's a celebrity. You bring, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You get Dwayne Johnson. Somebody out there like that. Those are celebrities. All right. This dude's a fucking YouTuber. That's all he is.
0: Okay. That aside. People know who Logan Paul is.
1: Right? He's not. He's not.
0: He he's not categorized as a wrestler.
1: Some people know who he is.
0: You know who he is. People don't categorize him as a wrestler. Okay. He's in that event. Like him or not, he has skills. Like him or not,
1: he can I, wrestle. I, I I don't like him, and I don't give a fuck about his skills. Okay. So that's wrong. I'm not. Okay, I'm, not cool. I'm not. one of these people that because dude, you know, has skills. I'm supposed to forget about the shitty shit that they've done.
0: I agree. Not, uh, I agree. Not,
1: I'm not. I can't be fake like that. It ain't gonna happen
0: with me. Okay, I agree. R- r- regardless of what your opinion is, he's in this event. He's in this event. He's yeah. going up against Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is hot. Feelings aside. I'm going to go Logan Paul in this match. Cool. Feelings aside. Cool. Okay. All right. We already did that one. All right. The main event. Cody Rose Roman Reigns.
1: You, you know, you got to put a little bit more pizzazz in that. All right. All right, the, main All right the main let's, event. Let's the, the main event. Let's start The main event of event.
0: WrestleMania. No, 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 no. You 39. Had your,
1: nah, you had your chance. You, you, you let me do it. The, okay, the botch super, it. The superstar. Here we go. The main event for the WWE Undisputed World Heavyweight Championship. You have the guy who's not been penned in three years, the tribal chief himself, Roman Reigns, Bias. Bruce Cody Rhodes. Bias. Where's Cody Rhodes. Bias. I'm not a bias. I'm telling the
0: truth. The you didn't been even have the American nightmare. Where's the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes? You Hi. cut me off so you can give your guy. Hey, what was that the, guy? What, what was he being called?
1: Shit. What was he being called a couple years ago? What wasn't it just Cody?
0: Yeah, but he's back in WWE, and they call him Cody Rhodes.
1: Yeah, but the you know, American Nightmare. You know, you know how he got the Rhodes Cody part Rhodes. back. You know how he got the Rhodes part. Yeah, back.
0: we can talk about copyrights and all that shit. Exactly. Oh no, no. Well, well, how did he get it back? The roads? yeah. Well, he got it back from a uh, copyright that WWE didn't follow through on.
1: That's not how he got it back. Yeah, he did. He had
0: it in AEW. He just wasn't using it,
1: brother. That's not the way it happened. <sighs> us. Do you remember when AEW had a, a event called Bash at the Beach, where he
0: got the rights to it?
1: Was called it was called a, a trade off, pretty much. There yes. You go. AEW says we're not going to use that anymore and you can have Cody Rhodes have his name and then when Cody Rose has his name back, oh, I don't want to be here anymore.
0: Yeah, the timing of that is uh, impeccable. Yeah, I know. All right, we talked about this off air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lay it on us.
1: Well, what, what exactly am I laying on you, dude?
0: Who Who do you got? Who do I got? <laughs> like we don't fucking already know this. You just introduced the guy as the man who hasn't been pinned in three years going up against Cody Rhodes. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. The man who hasn't been pinned in three years, Are uh, our, our world heavyweight universal champion, uh, I would have fucking said it, uh, the tribal chief, Cody Rhodes, I'm sorry, God damn it, Roman Reigns Ooh. going look up against who, Cody
1: Rhodes. Look who's boshing! You got you got Cody on a brain. It's, it's got you fussed. You can't you can't get it right,
0: baby. Fumbling and stumbling over what the words. What I said,
1: what I said, sir, was Say it again. This you have the reigning and defending WWE Universal World Heavyweight Champion. The man hasn't been pinned in three years. The tribal chief himself, the leader of the bloodline, the head of the table. You will acknowledge him, Roman Reigns, after he retains the championship, after he beats that AEW guy, Cody Rhodes.
0: Anything else you want to say?
1: Yeah, so what exactly do they mean by finish the story? What story are we finishing?
0: I don't know. Are we finishing Dusty's story? What what story was that? The story where he never won the championship.
1: Did Dusty Rhodes ever get a championship match when he was in the WWF?
0: Not that I can recall.
1: What was Dusty Rhodes ever featured in matches with um, Hulk Hogan?
0: Not that I can recall.
1: Randy Savage, when Savage was the champion. No. The Ultimate Warrior,
0: as champion, no.
1: Okay, then. So, what story are we finishing here? If I remember correctly, and I might get you know wrong, but I know I'm not, baby, because I'm a student of the game in public. Okay. <laughs> if I remember correctly, you got to cut
0: these dusty impressions out, man. If you're gonna make this point.
1: Oh, oh, I'm making, I'm making it right here, baby, because I want, I want it to be juicy. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be juicy, like you run into the elbow. Here's the deal. We're going to get funky like a monkey really quick, all right? I'm going to get funky with you. I'm going to turn the mix on. Here's the bottom line. If I remember correctly, Dusty Rhodes was the creative behind Crockett Promotions. Okay? And if people don't know what Crockett Promotions turned into, it turned into WSCW when Ted Turner bought it. Okay? Now, they did an angle on on World Championship Wrestling, if I remember correctly, one of those shows where the the the, the Road Warrior spiked Dusty. Mm-hmm. And Dusty was bleeding all over the place. Mm-hmm. That act of gratuitous violence caused Turner Broadcasting to terminate the creative services of one Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes left Crockett. He went down to Florida, did his own thing for a little while, and then he went to the WWF. And when he went to the WWF, he was billed as the common man, the son of a puma. Okay. You remember all the vignettes, mm-hmm. everything they were doing. Mm-hmm. Dusty came in. Dusty was over, but was he over to the extent of Hulk Hogan? No. Okay. No. He came into a point where Hogan and Hulkamania Basically, Macho Madness and and Hulkamania were running the show around there, all right? Dusty came in as mid-card talent, upper mid-card pretty much, all right? Dusty was in polka dots at one point. Dusty was out there with Sapphire at one point. Dusty was out there doing matches with the Macho King. He was was doing matches with the Million Dollar Man. Million Dollar Man bought the services of, of Sweet Sapphire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All this stuff happened. Then Dusty tag-teamed with his son, Dusty. They fought the Million Dollar Man and Virgil at the 1991 Royal Rumble, and then Dusty was out because Dusty went back to WCW. So what story are we finishing? There is no story to finish because it never happened. The only roads I remember getting a championship match in the WWF was gold dust who got a championship match against sean michaels on championship friday in 1996.
0: okay so we we keep what, going so over like history we,
1: what story are we finishing you're damn right we go over history because i'm a student of the game
0: I don't yeah i story. i commend you i commend you but maybe the story is that a Rhodes. Never held the championship. Maybe that's the story. Maybe, the maybe story it's is, time it's for a Rhodes Vince to hold the
1: Maybe the story is that McMahon didn't think you were good enough, and that's why he never got the damn belt. Well, maybe that's there's a Rhodes.
0: There's a Rhodes main eventing WrestleMania. Yeah, this because
1: year. Uh, because the people's champ <laughs> isn't there.
0: Regardless of what excuse you put on this the the narrative the fact of the matter is that cody rhodes is main eventing wrestlemania i don't care what you come up with in your head to make you say what story are we finishing a rhodes has never held the title the possibility is there that's the story i don't care how you spin it the the story is Cody Rhodes is in the main event of WrestleMania challenging for the WWE undisputed universal heavyweight title. That's the story. He's got to finish it. He has to win this match. Right and, or wrong.
1: And, and I can't wait for everybody out there that actually <laughs> believes that the WWE that has put this huge investment from the big dog to the tribal chief hasn't been penned in three fucking years. <laughs> Almost a thousand days as the champion. You actually believe that they're going to say, Okay, we're gonna take our investment and squander it and say, Screw it, because we have Cody Rhodes now. So we're gonna put the belt on Cody Rhodes to finish the story not going to happen I'm picking the tribal chief to retain the championship and that's going to further the story when he gets the Uso's ass for losing the tag
0: belts (laughs) excellent point you just put up there now saying everything that you said saying everything that I said we actually agree on this outcome I think there's no way you you mention Roman Reigns in the same breath, in the same sentence, in the same aura as a Bruno San Martino, and you take the titles off of him. There's no way that happens.
1: They have mentioned his name with Bruno. They have Hogan. mentioned his name with Hogan. You do not take those names. There's Let no
0: you. way.
1: No way. No <laughs> chance. <laughs> hell there's
0: no way
1: right you
0: there's no way you're saying i'm taking the titles off of this guy mind you bruno San Martino has held that title longer than anyone roman reigns is mentioned in the same breath as that guy there's no way there's no way i see him losing if i hear that there's no way if, There's no way
1: if 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 Roman Reigns loses these championships.
0: Oh, it's a travesty! It's, it's a travesty! It's
1: a travesty of justice to him, to him, to his family, to everything that they've built. Oh, it's a travesty! It, 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 it would be horrible.
0: It would be now, horrible.
1: And saying that, and saying that. Here's the thing. And I want to make this very clear to the audience out there that listens to this podcast that made us, what, number 81 of a top 100 podcast. Appreciate that. Thank you very much for sticking with us. I don't have anything personal against Cody Rhodes. I look at this situation as as business. I look at the situation as if, if you're if you're telling a story as a writer and you're booking the scenarios, right? And they want to talk about history. You got to go back through history. Because if mm-hmm. you don't acknowledge history, you're doomed to repeat it, right? Right. So, my thing is has always been, if if we had a situation where these titles were not combined, and it was sure. Cody wrestling somebody else, sure. oh, I would say, hell, yeah, i say Cody would win it all day long. Yeah. But the problem is, is that these two belts are unified at the moment. And they already talked about, Triple H has already approved a new design. And I say, yeah, a new design for Roman that
0: that kind of scared me because I was like they probably are gonna try to take these belts off of Roman. yeah, but otherwise I don't see I, I don't see it.
1: I, it's just I it's just this it's not gonna happen. this is not gonna happen. Ro, Roman is Roman is not dropping it. if he does, i'll I'll say okay, I was wrong and whatever but just from a booking standpoint of where of where we're going with this story it doesn't make any sense because no. his, Roman has looked the most vulnerable in the last few weeks. Cody's been playing the mental game with him. Yeah. Talking about how everybody's going to leave him if he loses, yada, yada, yada. No one talks about what happens
0: to the Usos if they lose. Exactly. And that's why I, I said we're going to save that that match for, for this one. Right. Because – I think Roman retains the Usos lose and a world of shit is <laughs> coming to them for right. losing these because titles.
1: We, because we got we got backlash coming up in Puerto Rico. My yeah. people, Puerto Rico, you know what I'm saying? We got that coming up. All of my Boricos out there, you feel me? Then we got SummerSlam coming up. Yep. So we're building to SummerSlam in Detroit. I saw the SummerSlam logo the other day, the new one. Fire. It badass. Yeah, yeah it's fire. Badass. Yeah. So uh, we got that coming up. And that that could very well be Jay versus Roman. It very well could be. Okay. It very well and, could be. And, and, and we'll, but we'll see what happens. But I want to bring something up here real quick because it needs to be talked about. So there's one match on here that we haven't mentioned because it's not happening now. And it's a travesty of justice uh, for someone who's, once again, busted their ass. And it was originally supposed to be Bobby Lashley versus Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Not going to happen now. Bray Wyatt, I guess, is taking a uh, sabbatical mm-hmm. uh, from, 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 from the company, whatever situation's going on. And and personally, I'm going to just be completely honest with you. I, I think that at this point, Bray Wyatt is dead weight. I think Bray Wyatt was exposed at the Royal Rumble. I was there. You were there. I was there. I was there. He, he, he was exposed. And this shit's gone on too long. And there were rumors that WWE wanted him to come back as a fiend. As soon as they suggested that, then he wanted to take some time off. And miss WrestleMania. He missed the MSG House show. Um uh, Bobby Lashley's doing nothing now. Which yeah. is like that's that's just how how do you it's a slap and in it, the face. Yeah, slap in the face. Like, oh, well, we got something on the side for you know, possible uh, something something possible with Stone Cold Steve Austin or something possible with LA Knight. So I go from doing a match with Bray Wyatt to okay, you're gonna probably end up doing a segment with maybe Stone Cold or doing a segment with LA Knight. I, I'm sorry. That's that's a that that's a horrible constellation prize.
0: Yeah, it is. It re- really is. And to say like it could have been a been a been a big angle and it's not anything um because the the perception was it was going to be brock and bobby after rumble that was the perception and i thought that would have been i thought that would have made huge noise at mania and then they go their separate ways and then you got brock and omas and come to find out brock Requested that match. He didn't want to work with Bray. Uh, so they paired Bray with Bobby, and now Bray's gone and just left Bobby didn't do shit in this in this in this instance. He didn't do shit wrong, but he's getting the shit in of the stick, and I don't like that for him.
1: Yeah, he's just I mean, yeah. Bobby versus Brock would have been another another good match, but like I say. The story has a Bray uh, Bray Wyatt wanted to work with Bob with with uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar said hell no. Right. Says I want to work with Omas. Hey. There you have it. Yep.
0: There you have it. All right. So that's the that's the WrestleMania predictions. Uh let's go to the WrestleMania five look back.
1: Well, before we go to WrestleMania 5, look back, let's talk a little bit about CM Punk.
0: Oh, you want to do that one? Okay. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So, CM Punk, A.W. <laughs> uh, this guy. Um, Have you listened to Renee Young's podcast?
1: I read the transcript of what John Moxley had to say in response to what CM Punk said.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of leaning with John Moxley on this one. Um, CM Punk came out and said that Moxley refused to work with him uh, during the all out. Uh, first and foremost, he came back before he was cleared during all out. He was supposed to job out to John Moxley. Um, it was supposed to be a squash match. And I don't, so I'm going over this timeline in my head, right? So it sounds like what he's referring to in that is that dynamite where they came back, where he came back. And shit was all fucked up that match. Because even I was like, this shit felt rushed. So apparently this was supposed to happen at all out. If I if if I'm reading what he's saying, that was supposed to happen at All Out. So then, why the fuck did it happen at Dynamite? This is where this is the only part of the timeline. I'm like, okay, if, if you they wanted you to come back for All Out and you and you were like against this, why the fuck did you come back earlier for Dynamite? And if you were supposed to lose the titles in a squash match, if you're supposed to lose the title in a squash match, you lost it in the squash match on dynamite. So why the fuck is the all out match happening? This is that was my question.
1: It, 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 I, listen, that's Tony Khan's booking. They they only it, it
0: didn't make sense, but the way Punk tells it is like that was supposed to happen that all out. So if it if it was supposed to happen that all out and you came back before you were cleared, but they pulled it off on Dynamite, why the fuck are we having this all out match?
1: Because I guess it was advertised for the pay per view.
0: That just didn't make sense to me.
1: But here's, but here here's here's the other here here's the real question, right? Does CM Punk have a real reason to lie?
0: He doesn't. But what he said, the math ain't mathing to me. It really ain't mathing to me, right? So if, if, if you're mad about A and A actually happened before B, what the fuck are you complaining for? Because you lost the titles legitimately, cleanly, in a squash match on a dynamite. Why don't you say no to the pay-per-view? If your health was so important, say no to the fucking pay-per-view because you have already done your business on a dynamite.
1: Because I think what it what it comes down to is that they already have sold that match for the pay-per-view. Now, I think they wanted to take the belt off of Punk just in case Punk wasn't going to be cleared to wrestle. So we don't hold the belts up. I think that they would have probably... <laughs> Pull it off some kind of interim championship match like they normally would do. I think that's what what it comes down to. And Punk only said all this shit in response to something that Dave Meltzer said to begin with, right?
0: Right. Which he, to be fair, he called Dave Meltzer a liar.
1: Well, yeah. And
0: I think he was more pissed off at that than than the actual situation.
1: Right, exactly. To be Punk. fair to him, yeah. Because he Punk hasn't said anything in a minute about right. anything. So that's, right. that's what it comes out to now. John Moxley. Says, you know, he's never been in a locker room where there has been so much turmoil and bullshit. And I'm gonna tell you right now, you know why? Because they don't have a Vince McMahon in that locker room. At they don't. They don't. that's that's the problem. They
0: don't. And, have... and the fact that and the fact that this this is still in play, and we are almost a year removed from this situation.
1: These guys here need to understand something. Okay, and this goes back to why, why my feelings is so strong about Cody. Well, my feelings are strong about the CM Punk situation as well. CM Punk is the biggest star you have in that mm-hmm. company. All right? To have this guy sitting on the sidelines it is just stupid to me. You need to sit down and go over these numbers with these guys. And you know what the numbers are, are telling? The numbers are telling me that, okay... The fans will watch Kenny Omega, but they really don't like the Young Bucks. Is what it, I it, agree with that. It's, it's, what agree it with it it. It's, it's what it shows me. So instead of sitting on the sidelines and, and keeping this guy off of TV and, and putting up tables and all types of shit over his picture on some damn side of a truck, okay, this is the biggest art you have. You need to be promoting the fact that this guy is going to be on his way back to your company instead of having them sit on the sidelines. It makes no sense. They need to go in there and have a conversation with the locker room and say, listen, let's put all this shit behind us and let's go and do some business. Look at all the stuff that's going over WWE. The momentum switched overnight. Because yeah, it man. was a rocky road when Triple H Originally took over. It was he. He had a lot of clean up to do, and it's still a rocky road over there at WWE. Everything is, but it's complete. smoother than it was. It, it, yeah, it's smoother than it was. Exactly. Yeah. Over at AEW, you got potholes everywhere, so you need to to clean this up. So my yeah. thing would be for Tony Khan is to take it to, to to take advantage of the situation here. Sit down with your talent, talk to your talent, and and basically, you know, mediation here. Let's.
0: Do you know business. what Tony, you know what Tony's problem is? He's used to dealing with, he's used to dealing with not necessarily wrestling talents, but he's used to dealing with high profile players. So he his normal course of action is to just let everything play out, right? NFL stars, let, let it play out. They'll change their mind. It doesn't work like that in pro wrestling. When people are genuinely pissed off and have heat in pro wrestling, they have heat. You have to calm that shit down. Otherwise, you're going to lose control. And I think he's learning that lesson a little bit too late.
1: I think what it comes down to, honestly, as well, is that he wants to be everybody's buddy. Right. And that's the same problem I think that Eric Bischoff had. In WCW, yeah. Yeah. where he wanted to be a part of the cool camp. And I and I like it, I, Eric Bischoff's my guy. But you know, let's call it the way it is. He wanted to be everybody's buddy over at, at WCW, and sometimes, you know, they would stop, walk all over that because they could. And mm-hmm. I just think if you look at the situation here, I mean who's gonna draw you money? I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and say the young bucks aren't gonna draw you money. They will. But everybody knows the match that you want people want to see. Is CM Punk with FTR versus the Elite. So why not hook that up for Blood and Guts? Right. And and why not, instead of having Blood and Guts free on Dynamite, why don't we make this a pay per view? Right. Have this match on on a show and we're gonna we're gonna have people actually pay for this. These dudes are out there killing themselves on free T V. No, absolutely not. That that if, if I was booking AEW, that would not happen. We, we're we going to say Bloody and Guns. one of our biggest premier matches. We're going to save this for a pay-per-view. Yeah, I and agree. We're going to make some money on this. So that's what people want to see. They want to see th- this here. Let's go ahead and give it to them. And I think that eventually CM Punk and Tony Khan, these guys are going to come to a, a, a meeting here, and I think they're going to smooth everything over, and CM Punk will be back. He'd be a fool not to.
0: Yeah, they'd be they'd be foolish not to make that move. I agree with that. Um, and the way it is right now, they need something, and I think CM Punk coming back could be that something that they need because they need it desperately.
1: They need star power. They don't have that right now.
0: Right. That's that's,
1: that's one of the big problems that they, that with AEW show is they don't have any star power. Correct. And, I agree. And, and, and they need they need that.
0: All right. Moving on, uh one of the last segments before we get into the uh City Boys interview, WrestleMania 5 all-time great pay-per-view. Uh was looking at this card earlier. There's a lot of uh Hall of Famers on this card. Of course. A lot of Hall of Famers on this card. Uh some matches I forgot about. All right. Um some people I forgot about like tag teams that I forgot about like uh the Tito Santana <laughs> was on this car? I'm like, whoa, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Strike Tino,
0: force. Yeah, T Dog. Like, yeah. Holy shit. I forgot yeah. about Strike Force.
1: Yeah, Strike Force. Um, Strike Force versus the uh Brain Busters. Yeah. And this is where uh Rick Martel turns heel and watch. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was like, damn man, I forget. there was a lot of there was a lot of shit on uh demolition was on this card.
1: Debut WrestleMania debut of yep. uh Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning. Versus the Blue Blazer. The Blue Blazer.
0: I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was looking at this car like, damn, man, there's a lot of shit I forgot about.
1: Trent Towers versus the Rockers. Mm-hmm. Rick Rude versus uh, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior, Chandler.
0: yep. Yep. That was a good match. That was a good match. That yeah. was a good match. A That's... lot of underrated matches on this car, man. Like, And the, the match that stuck out to me, obviously, was Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man. Right. Um which the aftermath of that was pretty crazy too.
1: Then you had also the return of Big John Stud to the company. Ah, as a baby face. As a baby face, right. As against, a baby face. Against Bobby Heenan, who now yeah. is managing Andre. Right. Versus Jake the St. Roberts. Yep. Crazy, crazy time. Uh
0: the Hart Foundation versus Honky Tonk Man and
1: uh Greg Valentine. Greg
0: Valentine,
1: yep, Rhythm and Blues, yeah, yeah, that
0: was a this was a this was a this is a very very underrated WrestleMania.
1: Well, was. So it, it, I mean, it was honestly, it was, it was a one match show, mm-hmm. it was a, a match that was built, it took a year to build it, which, and, and it was the same venues. I mean, they went there, <laughs> WrestleMania 4. It was a tournament. Macho Man. Wins the first it.
0: time that it ever happened, right? Yeah.
1: And remember, yeah. remember, you know the history. You know that's that's what I'm all about—the history of the business. <laughs> if you remember that WrestleMania four, the the the, the Croc is countered it with the Clash of Champions, Sting versus Ray Flair. Yeah. So people, you know, that's that's the that's the war. So. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, it, it was – WrestleMania 5 is, is one of my all-time favorites. It's just that that story that they told there, the intensity of, of the Macho Man, and the fact that what they don't show you is, is the aftermath of what happened there because as soon as the match is over and Macho Man lost, Macho Man goes to the back, and he has got a new manager, and it's Sherry Martel, Sherry Martell. Martell, yeah. yeah. Sensational Sherry.
0: Uh. uh... This year in particular, this was in uh, 89? Yeah. This year in particular was like one of the first years of the Big Four, right?
1: believe so, yeah, because, well, no, let's see. Survivor Series was in 80. The first Survivor Series was what, 87? '80? I thought 88. No, nah, first Survivor Series was 87. Yeah, first Survivor yeah, Series was Yeah, you're right, you're right. Because it was the first time that Andre and Hulk had done anything since WrestleMania. yeah. So, yeah, so SummerSlam, the first SummerSlam was in 88, so you're, yeah, correct. So, this would be the first big four, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, historic year that was, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Who retained in that? Oh, who who won that? Hogan, right? With the...
1: Yeah, Hogan beat Savage. Hogan, Hogan, Hogan yeah. beat Savage in that. Yeah, Savage dropped it, and that's the thing. What's crazy is that. So, um, and, oh, you also had um, you also had on this card too. I don't know if I don't know if I mentioned it or not earlier, but you also had Demolition defended the the of versus, Pain. You know, versus Power Pain and Mister Fuji. So it was a handicap match. Yeah, and yeah. people can say all day long that they thought that the, the, the Legion of Doom or excuse me, Demolition was a rip off of the Road Warriors. They were. Motherfuckers take a look at the goddamn powers of pain. You tell me <laughs> you tell me which is closer to a road warrior ripoff.
0: Demolition. You yeah, really come on man. You really, really, knew bro, that shit. You knew that shit.
1: So you mean so you mean tell me from, from looking at looking at Axe Smash and then you look at the the barbarian and and the warlord and you take a picture of the barbarian and the warlord and put them <laughs> side by side. With the Road Warriors. You tell me Demolition. You know,
0: you know Demolition was a ripoff of the Road warriors You know that
1: shit. I thought the Road I thought Demolition was cooler than the Road Warriors, to be honest. And they were
0: better workers. Bullshit. I mean, well Bullshit. No, you're right. You're right about the worker part. You're you're right about the worker part.
1: I'm sorry. I don't I, 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 I'm sorry. Um how what how many WrestleManias were the Road Warriors on?
0: Come on, man! That's not even fair. That's not no, even uh, fair. No, no,
1: it's very fair because everybody. Wants no, it's to talk, not. No, it's not. Wants to talk, talk this bullshit. Demolition were WWE how many, products. How many WrestleManias were the Road Warriors? Come on, was. man! You can't, you can't do that shit. You I can't. Can. Even do that oh, shit. I can. How many WrestleManias? That's not fair. The Why, That's it's not, not fair. fair. No, because it's not the
0: Road Warriors no, didn't come up fair. in
1: WWE. It, it don't matter. This and
0: WWE the... at that time, WWE was not the end-all be-all back then like it is now history is very kind to wwe but in the territory days we all know history wise wwe or wwf at that time was not the end-all be-all
1: it took years
0: for them to be the main event but
1: i'm not saying that what i specifically asked. Was how many WrestleManias after the Road Warriors signed with the WWF in 1990? <laughs> you know that's some how bullshit. many. How many WrestleManias <laughs> were they in?
0: You know that's some bullshit. How many Zero. were they in? How many were they in? Zero.
1: Exactly. How many were demolishing?
0: Bro, that's fucked up. They want
1: to tag the titles up. at WrestleMania 4, right?
0: You know that's fucked up.
1: They want to tag us at WrestleMania
0: 4, right? <laughs> you you know that's fucked up. If I remember correctly, right, you know right, that's I, the Vince creation.
1: I, I, if I remember, and if I remember and how right,
0: is this any different? How is this any different to what AEW's doing right now? Because Vince created them, Vince pushed them.
1: You're missing my point, dude. You're missing, you're the, missing, I'm you're missing my point. point. I'm you're
0: missing not missing your
1: point. You missed my point. No, you missed my point. I'm gonna put it like this. No, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna put it like this. Demolition, yes, was a WWF WWF creation. Was it? It was, it,
0: they was w- a they WWE were they were homegrown correct. talent.
1: They were WWE creation, correct. But what I'm saying is this: once Bill Eady got sick from his his, his um, shellfish um, situation he had going on there, His, his selfish, uh shellfish shellfish. You know, allergy. Mm-hmm. Once he got sick, they added Crush to the team. Mm-hmm. The last high profile match that Demolition pretty much had for the tag team titles was against the Heart Foundation at SummerSlam 1990. It was a mm-hmm. two out of three falls match. Last time you saw all three Demolition together was Tag Team with Mr. Perfect at Survivor Series 1990. By 1991, Demolition were on the way out. It was done. They were tra- they, Barry Darso would become the Repo Man. And Crush would be basically come back as Kona Crush. The right. Road Warriors were fucking there. So my question is this, once again. If you look at WrestleMania. Hold on. When they signed the Road Warriors, they was like, oh, Vince can say fuck Demolition. Because he got the real guys now, right? How many WrestleManias were they on where they were wrestling for the tag team titles? It never fucking happened. They because were at WrestleMania Vince seven. They were them. at WrestleMania... Why wouldn't he Why? Why? Why wouldn't you push them? These are the guys, right? You, you, you basically sacrifice your own creation, demolition. You push them out of the car because now you got the real road warriors. So why? There's so no why not push them?
0: push them. There's no need to push them. Yeah. You why he mean, didn't he, push them?
1: Why? Because why, why, he had the
0: heart foundation. So so, after...
1: so so you mean tell me? You mean so? Hold on, hold on, hold on. From your from your logic, what you're saying?
0: He's is that pushing
1: his I guys. Not, you're pushing your guys. No, you're he's not pushing, pushing your guys. guys. No, he's not. He's not pushing his guys because Demolition were his fucking guys and they were jobbing at WrestleMania Seven. So how is he pushing his guys?
0: You signed the Road Warriors. Not Demolition, but he's not pushing the Road Warriors. He's pushing more of his guys.
1: Why are you not pushing the Road
0: Warriors? Because they're not his guys.
1: That doesn't make any fucking sense, dude.
0: They're not his guys.
1: That doesn't make they're, any
0: they're, sense. They're, they're, they're making money. You know money. what's funny?
1: You know what's funny? Hogan wasn't one of his guys either.
0: Yeah, but you don't fucking, you don't fucking throw away Hogan Mania like that. Hell well, no. why not? That's, that's just dumb. Road
1: Warriors were just as over as Hogan was in the 80s. So what's the difference?
0: They're, again, again... How many tag teams? How many tag teams was he really? Was he really interested in pushing? Well,
1: Vince was never a tag team guy, exactly. But the tag teams that he did push, he pushed the 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 uh, Brainbusters. He pushed the British Bulldogs. He pushed the Rujo Brothers. He pushed the Powers of Pain. You pushed the demolition. You had the colossal connection. You had a bunch of different tag teams. My point is, is that demolition,
0: guys, that he four, made. He didn't put, besides the brain all busters. All these guys
1: did not get made by Vince. They came from different places, bruh, different territories.
0: Demolition. They were already
1: established.
0: Besides the brain busters,
1: Powers of Pain wasn't a Vince creation.
0: They okay. came from. Cracking. I'll give you that one too. I'll give you that one too. All right.
1: So my point, my once again, my point is this: if you have the road, if if Demolition are supposedly the knockoff version of the Road Warriors, if Demolition is the fucking wish version of the Road Warriors, then why, when you have the real Road Warriors, Road Warriors coming here, why not push them into a tag match at WrestleMania Seven?
0: Spite.
1: Russ makes no You know damn well it makes no fucking sense, bro. You got nothing. Spite. You got nothing. Cause you know it makes no fucking sense. So I'm sick of hearing that argument about all of them. They, Warriors, per, they, per, they
0: per were fucking per per They
1: were more successful because look at the, I, I they, they were right rip now. offs
0: and they were more successful in WWE. How many wow. championships did the Demolition win outside of WWE?
1: There was no demolition outside of WWE. Exactly. The WWF trademark. What the
0: exactly. What
1: are you fucking talking about? Exactly. They can't be demolition outside of WWE. What are you
0: exactly. talking about? Exactly. That's irrelevant. No, it's very relevant. It's irrelevant. It's very relevant. Ill- you relevant. know this is relevant. Really? It's very relevant. Okay, Hell well,
1: yeah. well, let, well, let me ask you a question there, tough guy. <laughs> let me ask you a question. How many tag team titles did the Road Warriors? have outside of WWE? A few. Oh, really? Name them.
0: Hmm?
1: Name them. i uh, I'm talking about after they left the WWF.
0: Oh, by then, they were done by then.
1: They were done? I could have sworn they had to run in WCW.
0: Yeah, but they weren't the same. They weren't, you know, they weren't. This is like mid-90s. They were fucking chewed up by then.
1: Oh, well, well so what's the problem?
0: Why are you trying to spin shit, man? Why, why do you keep trying to spin shit? You, you know what I'm saying. Because I am and, so and, and and tired
1: of that bullshit narrative that they were Road Warrior ripoffs. I'm they sorry. They fucking I'm were. To the
0: point, they were they were Road Warrior ripoffs. To the point, go back and listen to their entrance music. The fucking person singing the song can't even pronounce their names right. Here comes the Axle. Here comes the Smasher. He couldn't even that? say that. Fuck. Yes, he did. Go back and listen.
1: He says, "Here comes the axe. Here comes the Smasher. The demolition walking disasters."
0: Okay, Here comes the axe. Here comes the Smasher. Not my, yeah. my bad. Smasher. Really? I
1: love this. I love this. You know why? Because I make it look like a fucking clown. I love this. No,
0: you don't. No, you, you fuck don't. Jabron. No, you don't. Smasher. Really? It's the eighties, bro. Oh, yeah. And here, here you go. Hey,
1: at least it was an original song. It wasn't some fucking ripoff. Anyway, fucking ripoffs. It was a ripoff. There, Iron Man, dude. Come on now.
0: So, it was Independence.
1: Oh shit!
0: <laughs> Nobody <laughs> complains about it now.
1: No, it was it was cool. It was just, no, I just I just and I have I have no problem with the Road Warriors either, bro. I just like I just I get so sick and tired of hearing this shit. Well, you got the you're fucking, a
0: demolition fan. When you got
1: the Powers of Pain.
0: You're a demolition fan. It's look okay. at
1: the Powers of Pain. They look exactly like Hog and Animal. That's my point. The Powers of Pain is more of a rip off of, of, of the Road Warriors and demolition.
0: Not really. But I see what you're getting.
1: Have you at. seen the powers of pain? <laughs> They're wearing the same tights.
0: Because it wasn't meant for them to be a ripoff of them. You know what this is? You know, you know what, you know what this is? And I'm gonna make this make sense to you. This is just like the Thanos Dark Side connection. Where everybody says Thanos is a fucking ripoff of Dark Side. He is. We acknowledge this he's just in our minds a little bit cooler just like in your mind demolition is a fucking ripoff of the royal warriors
1: hey well you know in what it,
0: in your mind uh, just a little bit cooler
1: hey you know what the Dem- the demolition though they were on the bigger stage
0: the world wrestling federation why do you go back to that? Okay, I'll let you have that one. I'll let you have it. You we'll
1: it. have a whole fucking damn debate one day <laughs> with this with this shit because the bottom line is I'm so sick and tired of hearing that shit about <laughs> the damn the Royal Warriors Oh, they were, they were fuck that. <laughs> give me you, you give me you give me one give me one match the Royal Warriors ran. That would compare to anything Demolition did in the WWF. Give me one match. What? Yeah, give me one match. Are you one serious? Match. I'm Are dead you serious? ass. I'm dead ass. Give me one match the Road Warriors did that compares to anything the Demolition did with the Hart Foundation in the WWF. Mind you, they wrestled the Hart Foundation at SummerSlam 88 and at SummerSlam 90. Give me something the Road Warriors did that, e- that, that 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 that.
0: On that big of a
1: stage? On that? No, that work work rate wise, go out there and and just have a fucking kick ass match. Give me something. You can't give me nothing. What? You can't give me nothing. What? Really? Yeah. Give me some. Give me a match with the Road Warriors. That's that 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 equals. Anything Demolition did with the Hard Foundation in the WWF?
0: Road Warriors versus Midnight Express, the scaffold match.
1: The scaffold match, that fucking match was horrible.
0: Wow. You horrible. are. You are wild. That match
1: was fucking horrible. The only thing that anybody you remembers are, from that match was that bump Jim Cornette took when Big Bubba didn't catch
0: him. You are just, you are too much.
1: Really? So you yeah. mean tell me so you mean tell me dudes walking on a scaffold that are scared to death obviously <laughs> of heights? That's that's more, that's more inter- that's more that's you are cool. you are you are too that much. Is,
0: now that you're just trying, trying to bury them. Now that is e-
1: but, but but wait a minute, hold on a second. You're telling me that a, a scaffold match with the Road Warriors and the Midnight Express where Yeah, that and, matches and, I, money, and, and I love I love the Midnight Express. But you mean to tell me, from 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 two tag teams that are scared to death of heights, that didn't want to even really do the <laughs> fucking match, and they're up there, you know, doing this shit, and like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you mean to tell me that equals to two out of three falls, demolition versus the hearts? Are you are you are you, you got to be ribbing right now, right? Because that's fucking stupid. The only thing that people, wow. remember, the only thing that people remember about that match. Is that bump that Jim Cornette took when he blew his fucking knees? Up. That's what people remember that match. They don't remember the match. They remember that moment when Big Bubba didn't catch Jim Cornette. That's all they remember.
0: All right, man. Moving on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Been, it, 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 you you need some butt hurt cream because it hurts, huh? No,
0: no. Yeah. I. You know what? I just I just realized. I just realized. You got it. I. There's nothing to argue with you. There's
1: nothing to argue about. You got it. No, it's, not, it's 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 a it's a healthy debate.
0: There's <laughs> no. There's nothing to debate about. Trust me. I know. There's nothing else to debate about. Yeah,
1: I know because it's, it's all on the WB Network. I know. <laughs>
0: there is nothing else we got to debate about. All right. So it's moving on.
1: It's good for the listeners.
0: It is good for the listeners. Moving on. We are at we are at, at the segment where we go over the go bracket. So let's go ahead and bring it up. The No Gimmicks podcast fan group did present to the to the us the masses their picks for the top four superstars of all time. All right, let's go to the gimmick tube, and we're going to bring it up here. All right, so the top four. Are the Undertaker, Ric Flair. Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Those are those are the big four right now. We're going to leave voting open till tomorrow. And then we will roll right into our championship round on Thursday. Thursday and Friday will be the voting on the championship rounds. And we will announce the winner, the No Gimmicks Podcast fan group's choice for the greatest wrestler male of all time. Thoughts, sir?
1: Okay, so my thoughts are simply this. It's a very interesting bracket. It's a very interesting final four. I cannot believe <laughs> that Hulkamania didn't make it to the end. I, <laughs> I, 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 am, I am shocked and appalled that that the Hulkster didn't. didn't I told make
0: you it. last episode. I was like, I've seen the fanfare for the dead man in that group. Yeah,
1: I know it's crazy because he's he's a he's a household name. Uh Okay, so we got Taker, Rock, Flair, Austin. Yep. All right, so if we're going to put this into the perspective of just these four guys and their accomplishments, all right? Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, The Undertaker had a longer career than The Rock. So if you put that into perspective... You gotta put the rock. You gotta put the Undertaker over the rock, so that'll be my vote as the Undertaker. Rick okay. Flair versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's a very, very interesting one because Austin's run wasn't that long on top because he got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick Flair. Flair was always over, except in the WWF during his first run. He wasn't really that over as a real world champion. Um, in saying that, in this bracket, to me, I think it's going to come down to The Undertaker and probably Steve Austin.
0: Hmm. I'm inclined to go that way, yeah. I can also see a strong case for The Rock versus Ric Flair, and I'm basing this based off the last round, okay. Right, so Stone Cold Steve Austin demolished John Cena.
1: Right, we made sure of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rick Flair. Rick Flair had a a, a pretty handed handed uh, victory over uh, Macho Man as well. Macho Man is a very beloved character in that group too. So i I can see. Oh, out of the two. Out of the two, I'm gonna have to go Stone Cold, based off what I saw in the group, because what he did to John Cena was crazy, and then uh, I'm looking at Stone Cold and The Rock, and that that may actually happen.
1: I I, I don't think so. I, I really think it's gonna come down to it's it's gonna come down to Taker and Austin, because if you look at if you look at it like this, the Undertaker had been the same character. For like what 30 years 30 or years 30 years the same character he didn't go through any metamorphoses like the rock went from rocky Maivia via to the rock and True. Then, and then the left you know what i mean True. that's the thing about it it's, it's all about it's, it's another thing too it's all about the the tradition of service True. and the undertaker has always had always been there whether True. it be the dead man to the biker american badass whatever he was always the undertaker Flair is only up there because Flair just Flair stayed too long, right? You know what I mean. And it's like right. if you if you've seen one Rick Flair match, you've seen them all. I'm just yeah. being honest. You know that's the, that's the thing when you, when we talk about great workers in the business. I mean, that's why like you can never find unless it's WCW, you can never really find a bad Bret Hart match because True. because Bret. Always change up the style. Rick was just one of those guys. And I'm not knocking Rick Flair, you know. I could I could knock him for a lot of shit, but I'm not. I'm choosing not to do that. um Rick would go out there and hit his signature spots. He gave the people what they play wanted. The hits. To
3: see,
1: yep. Right, play the hit. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. The Rock would do the same thing. True, he People's did. People's elbows, rock bottom, Samoan drop, go home, go home. Yeah, but Taker would do that too. Take her with
0: <laughs> walk the know, rope,
1: old school, choke yeah. slam, tombstone. You know, yeah. Come so on. it's it's very be very interesting. And and when we come back here on the next next week's uh, episode of No Gimmicks, which would be our our WrestleMania uh, recap, review, or yeah, recap WrestleMania, we're gonna we gonna push that out. Um, we'll pretty much have this bracket complete, and then we'll be presenting the next bracket, which you already showed, which was gonna be the the greatest uh women's wrestler of all time. So yep. that'll be very, very interesting. And uh oh, yeah. and, 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 and and we're gonna do factions and tag teams as well in the future.
0: Oh no we are. We are. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the the tag teams is after the women. Okay. And then factions is after that. So
1: all right. Hope you hope, hopefully you have those uh those, those uh demolition knockoffs on there the road warriors. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, shit. No, I don't. <laughs> all right, Frank D, we've been talking about this all show, man. Let's get into this interview with the City Boys. Welcome back, everybody, to the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN. Joining me at this time right now, you guys are in for a treat, Beano Blue whiskey sour the dog pound championship tag team champions are here on no gimmicks guys what's up how you doing how you doing (laughs) we're doing great that's awesome man it's awesome thank you first and foremost thank you guys for uh sharing your time uh bino we have misty on the show and and she spoke really highly of you. So I was like, I have to research these guys and see what they're on. And first and foremost, let me tell you, you guys, you guys are very surprising. You are you are a very surprising tag team. Because <laughs> you guys are all happy and jovial right now. And you get in the ring and it's like a
2: switch flips. Where does that come from? Well, the thing is, since we do represent the LGBTQ uh, Q community, we want to make wrestling like yeah of course there's lgbtq characters and wrestlers but we want to show that lgbtq wrestlers are also serious it's not just funny haha like mm-hmm. when you're when you about when you pull my hair <laughs> it gets real serious
0: <laughs> i can understand that bino what about you
2: we're heavy on that like they call me
4: crazy as in the ring because like, <laughs> literally as soon as, the, soon as like, i get tired, it's like a switch goes on my it's like it's go time and it's like, I don't know, it's it's serious on the ring. It's like, you know, that's kinda why, you know, when, when we and Misty, like, when every time I'm getting in with her, it's like, you know, she brings out that side of me. That's why, you know, me and her are so too along with my protecting team partner, along with me and her, like we very like good together. We, you know, B brings out that good side of me. So, right. Yeah. Iron sharpens
0: <laughs> yeah, iron. Right. Yeah. And you can tell, man, cause watching the matches that I that I watched of you guys, man, it's like Okay, I didn't know what to what to make of the city boys. Like I watched you guys' promos. Your promos first and foremost, A plus. I love your promos. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're A plus. <laughs> they are A You know, your your normal promos is like, okay, these guys, these guys are gonna get in there and they're gonna represent. Okay. And then you I see you in there and I'm like, holy crap, they, they are really kicking ass. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So question for both of you. How did you discover pro wrestling? And how did you how did you find out about it? Beano, I'll start with you.
4: So I've been pretty much a wrestling fan ever since like I was born. I was playing I was pretty much like three or four playing like No Mercy or Nintendo 64. I was watching SmackDown. Anytime like Lita or Jeff Hardy lost.
2: I was Upstairs, <laughs> getting
4: my leg back, uh on, on no mercy. Um, then it went from no mercy to SmackDown, bring the pain. Then to you know, just you know. Then it went from SmackDown versus Raw. Like all my life, it's been wrestling. It's so you, you are a video
0: game. You are you are like follow the video games too. Like you no, name yeah. you name drop some good ones.
4: Yes, like it's been from like I watched it too. Don't give me don't get me wrong. I watched it religiously. Like. Most people, it stopped. You know, oh, I remember, you know, Undertaker, something called like back in the day, it stopped for them. It never mm-hmm. stopped. And like for me personally, like I, I was a woman. I'm a women's wrestling fan mainly, period. And like the girls did it for me. That's why Jazz and Diamond Championship Wrestling is so special to me, because you know. Jazz, like you know, was one of those girls. I was terrified of her. Oh, <laughs> yes. What? I'm still terrified of her. What? What, what are you talking about? Drop, like what? Just <laughs> um, know that now she's like one of my coaches, like one of my close, close people. That I like near and dear to my heart. It's like baffling to me. So yeah,
2: that's how I got interested. That's awesome. We got to come back to that. Whiskey Sour. What about you? Um, I've always been, like, watching it. I've never been, like, a fan, even when it comes to, like, music or, like, movies, actors, whatever. I've never been, like, oh, I like this person enough. Let me go buy a ticket. Like, I've never been, like, a fangirl like that. Um, so what happened was I actually worked at Gold's Gym here in uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. And I was just doing my regular shift. And this guy comes in and I'm like, all right, he's already looking like an interesting character as is. And he's just like, yeah, I'm into wrestling, man. Do you, uh, do you, uh, you look like one of those, one of those wrestlers. I'm like, oh, Adam Cole. And he's like, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Do you know who this guy is? Proceeds Rodney Mack, walks into my gym. And I'm just like, no, who's this guy? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, this is Rodney Mack, former WWE star. I'm like, oh, really? wow, like I was and then we just started talking, I ended up getting his number. And like that whole year, I just decided to work on my body, get in shape, just try to just better myself. And then a year later, Rodney and jazz finally opened up dog pound championship wrestling. Well, not championship wrestling, but just the dojo. Right. right. At that time, Thunder Rosa was actually part of the school as well. So when I saw Thunder Rosa with Jazz and Rodney, I was like, okay, I need to check this out. And I remember I came in on a Monday, and I started training that Wednesday. Wow. That's a gym. I didn't even know. I didn't even know Thunder Rosa trained there. She was there for a little bit. Um, and then AEW, um, she became champion, so she had to, like, light and everything um, else. So, But I, she's still one of my first ever trainers, which is still kind of crazy to me. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That is, that is really, really awesome. Um,
0: where did the idea of this tag team, where did, where did this idea come from? First and foremost, I love it. Whoever thought of it is a genius, but where did it come from?
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> well, um, well, do you want to start from the very beginning? I have the funny part and then you, <laughs> you can do. <laughs> so originally it was supposed to be, um,
4: the Wussy Blues. But I, I, I like actually like that too. But no. what, <laughs> well, what because, we gonna do with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah true. true. You know, so um, I was, you know, showering. You know, so, um, you know, we got back from the gym. Showering, <laughs> and literally, as I was, as I was showering, it just hit me.
0: City, city boys. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, what were you listening to while
4: you were showering? Something. Like, I don't know. It had uh, to be it had had it- <laughs> something ghetto. Probably so, city girls. I don't think. I don't think it was even. City. <laughs> I was just Shut like, was, I was listening to something and it just hit me in my mind. City boys. Huh. So I got out the shower, probably soaking wet or something, and I typed it in my phone. City boys. That's our name. And then boom, we're we went
2: out from there. Yeah, we wow. were working uh we were working out and we were trying to find a new name and Blue just comes up to me. He's like, What do you think about City Boys? I laughed in his face and I was like, Alright, cool, I'll think I about mean, it. It, mean, it was it because was, because it was... <laughs>
4: that's just gonna be our Because, like what else is like I, mean, I couldn't think of anything else It's like that was just gonna be our name. Like
2: too, you know? Yeah. No, it sticks.
0: It
2: and was, like you know? it sticks. I like it too because I don't think I don't think City Boys is actually a tag team. I actually think eventually it's gonna become its own little faction of LGBTQ people that we trust in our little group. Right, it's like a way
4: of life, it's an energy, it's a feeling. Huh.
2: Okay, you have my attention. You know (laughs) You um, have my attention. But actually going back a little further than that, (laughs) when we were in training, Um, I was actually part of the school before uh, blue came along and he came along and the, uh, our coaches were like, they, they'd be good together. Like they, they have different styles. And then we started talking and we were just like, they really put the two gay guys in a team and just were like, let's see how this goes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And it's still going. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, you have a, you have a slogan, the
0: hottest tag team in Texas, I don't think that's a slogan. I think that may actually be true, right. because well, thank you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that may actually be true because yeah. man, if you, if you right. look at the trajectory of what you guys are doing, man, I, I really want, I really want the world to see you guys like for real, for real, because the the City Boys, I want to call it a gimmick. It's not a, really a gimmick though. Like no. you guys bring it to life, and I like that, but. The City Boys moniker as a whole for you guys, like I think it really works. Like whoever decided to put this tag, kudos. Like kudos to you guys, because it works. And then, what was your aha moment as a tag team? Like was that it? Like oh, the City Boys are like. Did you have like an aha? Like oh, this is this is about to catch on. Like when did it? When did you feel like all right, this is about to catch on. This is about to be something.
4: It... Our first like our first match, I feel like that was it for me, because like a lot of people had was like cheering for us. Um, no. Started, so um, our performance in that tournament and like just the energy we had coming in and like everybody was like cheering for us and stuff and like that match we had with fly with a uh, fly Hmm. You know, we had like um tattoo match flight Fly Death. You know, shout out to them. I think if not, it was one of the best matches of that night and we put on a great performance and I feel like that was our, our aha moment. Ah, okay. Honestly, like we
2: definitely made T-Boys a, a name that night. And there was definitely like, and I would say that's very true, but also it was such a process because not only like the only thing that we had in common was that, you know, we were (laughs) LGBTQ and we had to take so much time and energy working out in the gym, being in training, still learning how to be a wrestler, but being a wrestler with, you know, one of my best friends. And it's like, that was such a process. Like there was a period in time where it was like, what are we doing? Like, why? Not like a why, because we knew it was going to be successful, but more like, man, we put so much work into this that. We have to make this work. We have to make a staple and and anything. And right now we're one of the best tag teams in Texas. And that's gonna be nationwide soon. Oh I believe it. I believe it. So it's like it's a gamble that
0: you took for on yourself that, that paid off. Yes. Right. Nice. Nice. So in saying that, as the Doll Pound Championship Wrestling Tag Champs. Um, you represent something larger in the community of pro wrestling, right? And that's acceptance, right? Um, do you feel like the wrestling community is being more accepting of the LGBTQ community? Or, like, how do you, what do you, do you see, like, there's work that needs to still be done in areas? Or do you feel like it's, okay, we are arriving?
4: Yes, I feel as though it's extremely accepting because, like, I've never seen, I've never seen like as many accepting people in a group ever, and then more. And I have never seen as much as many accepting people in the wrestling community as I've seen in our community. Because it's like um, most recently we went to Las Vegas, and like we had like a whole um, shout out to like Full Queer and Russell Drag. Um, shout out to them. Yo, like I didn't know it was so many of us. You know, (laughs) you know, it was. I was able to wrestle and just be free, and you know, it's not even that. Like just be who you are and just not have to look over your, you know, shoulders and stuff. It's okay, you know. And that's the LGBTQ promotion, but it's you could be that anywhere, you know. Right now, it's 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 accepted like that everywhere.
2: I do. I do want to give a shout out to all the locker rooms that we've been in too, because I mean, like. Girl, we share a locker room with Rodney Mac. Like, I mean, we there's not a lot of people that can intimidate us at this point in time. So, yeah. so we show up, we do our thing, and if y'all don't like us, then get out. I mean, it's that simple. And speaking
4: of Rodney Mac, Rodney Mac has been nothing but accepting. Um oh, my has been nothing but accepting.
2: That's They've, that's, that's Rodney... great. They told us to be more open, if anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Rodney yeah. and jazz are the reason why I'm, um, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can take this out of context. Right. Rodney and Matt, Rodney Mac and jazz are the reason why I'm so gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> but like, it's, it's crazy. Like going to training and having someone like Rodney Mack just being like, Oh, just, you know, shake your ass a little bit, you know, maybe do a little hand thing right here. And it's not because like, it's, he knows that it's us and mm-hmm. not just that it's us, but like, He actually knows more about us than we do at the moment. And wrestling has really brought that out. Not just like in our wrestling and our style and our personalities, but through them, we were able to actually become who we are now. And there's still a lot of work to be done. But if you saw the progress from a year ago to now, I'm a whole new person. I've changed three times. This man looks like he's changed three times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I was going to say. That was going to be a follow-up question. Um, How has that affected your personal lives the fact that you can be so free to express yourselves in pro wrestling like how does that in turn affect your personal life that you don't have to hide because there was a point in time that wrestlers did have to hide it affected them um it affected their personal lives their mental health like how how does that does how does that help you knowing that you can be so free
4: so before I was in uh so before I was in wrestling um I was in the military and like, I was I did 5 years in the army.
0: Oh, thank you for your service.
4: Yeah, thank you so much. And um like when could I like angle, angle, <laughs> like it was I came out in the military. So, um I had to deal with like you know, half of the people I met, you know, being accepting and the other half really not messing with it like that. So to come from, you know, an environment that's not really, you know, really wish- Accepting,
0: yeah. You
4: know, to an environment that's like, do you, you know, it's a culture shock, you know, a very big culture shock, you know? So um, it takes some getting used to. It, it's, it's, in, it's very, you know, it takes a, a lot of getting
2: too late. That's, that's another thing too, that I also want to uh, uh, point to is that, like, we're good guys, you know, people see us and cheer us because of who we are. And mm-hmm. that's also a big culture shock. Like, it's been overwhelming for me to actually be myself, because it's been a lot of growth through like the last year. But having these audiences cheer us because they don't, they just don't like what we're doing in the ring. They like us as people. And that's huge right. deal right no it is it really is a huge deal acceptance and it's just so crazy too the amount of like kids that we've helped the amount of like adults that have watched us we have so if you notice real quick i have our pride rainbow shirt and then <laughs> blue has our uh miami vice shirts we currently need more of these shirts because there's been fans that basically are like oh i really like this tag team and then the uh, person's like, oh, what shirt do you want? And they're like, oh, no, I actually want to wear it. So they'll get the blue <laughs> <Wow>. one <laughs> instead <laughs> of the rainbow one because they're still on the down low too. But because of them seeing us, they're kind of like, hey, maybe I, I I can come out. Or maybe, hey, like, it's not as a big deal as I thought it was, which was yeah, awesome. no, that's good. Which was also That's a crazy cool. thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's it's a it's a good thing. It's a good thing to see change happening and right. being the one to to affect that change. I can imagine it's a
2: little weird, but it's it's good. I mean, no one, told we, us, no one told us that we were going to be like <laughs> one of the landmarks for LGBTQ wrestling. We're just doing it, and now we're here, and now
4: doing the best we can. Yeah, bro. like no yeah. one.
2: No, no no one forced us to be here. We're here and <laughs> be the best representation that we can be. All right. You guys are kicking ass. So keep kicking <laughs> ass.
0: <laughs> All right. So you guys have a big test this weekend coming up against the Los Gringos. Ugh. how are the City <laughs> Boys planning to get their lick back? Because we've seen, by the way, tune in to Paradox on YouTube from Dark yes. Pound Championship Wrestling on the last episode of Paradox city boys got attacked by los Gringos and this weekend they're they're planning to get their leg back how is this going to how is this revenge going to happen walk me through it (laughs)
4: los gringos at the last ice house show decided you know they're gonna attack us right Mm -hmm. you know but this uh, april 1st city boys we're not no this this is we mean war like we're we're in a whole different time. It's no like none of this. It's no none of that. Like as soon as that bell ring, like it's ref, on. Site. Ref, just move out the way. Like just <laughs> move. Like we've been like,
2: champion. We've like, been dog pound championship wrestling tag team champions for over a hundred days and hundred and one days. that's just the respect that we deserve as champions. At all. So. <laughs> We're tired of being friendly. We're tired of being all happy and cheery. You said that there was a switch. We'll turn that on before we even get to the ring. It's it's not even gonna be it's gonna be a pre. <laughs> no, game.
4: it's not. So, love screen goes. I hope they you know doing stretches. I hope, the right <laughs> I hope they in the gym right now doing you know you know left right up downs everything because like I, I used to be every piece of ice in that ice house after we done
0: with it. Uh, hey, I, I need to I need this on film so I can I can go back and catch yep. it. I don't think so, you're gonna watch it
4: after it. It's, it's not, <laughs> it's get, like, no, they don't, you, know, you don't touch the city boys. You don't mm-hmm. do that. You don't, you don't because we're night like we're cool. We can do the rest yeah. Don't attack us yeah exactly because you know and then because you think we sweet we're not sweet you know I'm actually sour it's not you know you sour sour probably here <laughs> it's the blue over here like you don't do that first
2: I'm just, I'm just laughing, laughing. I was, like no one really thinks what we're gonna do to them and it's gonna it's not gonna be a free yeah. sight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said I said this at the beginning you guys are
0: deceptively ass kicking like it's it's weird so I feel sorry for them uh, maybe we shouldn't put this on tape. Yeah, but I mean, it's,
2: maybe should it's, <laughs> it's,
0: it's
2: giving, it's giving very much popo. It's giving, it's, it's giving, giving not, like, it's, it's giving, out, it's, it's giving five o'clock noon here at. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> last question, guys. Uh, what does the rest of twenty twenty three hold in store for the city boys?
4: So to be honest with you, I would we would love to work with um uh Misty Marks. You no, know, she speaks highly of us. Uh we love her to death. Um, we think she's like one of the if not the best women's wrestlers in Texas, probably the world. Um, we love her to death. Um, we love to work with the Grayson family. Um, they they we think they are dope. Um and pretty much anybody in, in the Doll Pound Dojo, honestly, we think they are amazing talent. Um, let's see. Uh, we would love you. We, we want to, I want to run it back with Culture Shock. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, that's <laughs> definitely.
2: Oh, that's that's definitely on our bucket list. Definitely want to run it back with Culture Shock, but um, for City Boys as well, like just traveling and getting that's, more exposure, um, not necessarily like, uh Like I said, I wanna wrestle every single weekend. We are on the verge of doing that. And I just wanna be able to be on bigger and better stages as what we're at right now. Cause I'm very grateful for where we're at right now. Yes. But we are about to take it to a whole new level starting this year. I've already feel it, how it's been manifesting this year. And I mean, it's a great question, but we take it day by day and whatever comes our way will come our way, man. And
4: if you're in San Antonio, April 1st Eh. at the Ice House, Eh. If you want to see a, a, a drastic beatdown, April first at the at the Ice House, the Wimmer Ice
2: House, come see us. Be there, hey boys. Be then, there, right? And we have a dance party during our entrance. So if that and isn't good enough for this, y'all to come out, then I don't know what will. It's ice party before the beatdown.
0: <laughs> Be there at the Ice House, April first. All right. Especially if you're in San Antonio, go out support your local wrestling, and and. Have, have a good time. And these two are very much worth the money, the entrance fee. So yes. go check them out if you're in San Antonio. But guys, uh, I want to d- thank you for your time. Um, anybody you want to shout out? Shout them uh, out.
4: Please, uh, feel free. Uh, shout out to uh, the Dow Pound Dojo. Uh, shout out to them. Shout out to our teachers, right next jazz jazz. Um, shout out to Misty Marks again. Shout out to... Um, my family. Uh, Sharon, <laughs> oh. uh, shout out to my family. Uh, shout out to you. And I want to shout um, out you. Yeah. Shout out to you. Thank you so much for inviting us <laughs> on this podcast. Yes. So, oh, no problem. Fun. Yes. Yeah. Really. Thank you so much,
2: friend. This is our first podcast together. Really.
0: <laughs> Honestly. Oh well. We gotta have y'all back. Listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I, if if it's anything, the future is going to hold what I think it's going to hold i would love to have you back on on top of the world like check in with me often let me know how y'all doing i really want to follow you guys come hang out with me you guys are are more than welcome anytime the door is always open so all right man for for the city boys for hearing no gimmicks thank you guys for tuning in i thank you so much thank you guys all right, man. So uh big big thank you to the city boys for coming through hanging out with us today. Uh final thoughts, man. What you got?
1: Final thoughts is uh I have enjoyed this episode of No Gimmicks tonight. It's been very, very entertaining. Uh, very yeah, this is this has been a good show. I hope the people out there have enjoyed this. Hope people out there enjoyed um hearing the the, the history Of the business that i you know try to provide here on the show and also um my argument pretty much of um, i'm always right and you're wrong
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i didn't argue with you to be right
1: oh listen it's but it's but you know what it's it's i'm all for the debate you know what i mean yeah it's a debate it's it's a fun it's a fun debate about sports entertainment professional wrestling whatever but like I told you, it's just really, you know, as Peter Griffin once said, you know what grinds my gears is <laughs> when, it, when people always say that the Road Warriors were demolished or demolished was Road Warriors ripoffs. That pisses me off. It, I, it I, I see
0: that it's a trigger.
1: Oh, you damn right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> So other, now, now other, I know. Now
1: other, I know. Other, other, other than that, all right, is we're we're on the road to WrestleMania. Don't forget this weekend in, in, in wrestling, we got uh, AEW Dynamite on Wednesday night. You got the Hall of Fame on Thursday or Friday night, excuse me. You got uh, SmackDown Friday night as well, mm-hmm. and you also have WrestleMania Saturday, Sunday. Plus, you got NXT as well, I believe, on Saturday. And there was mm-hmm. something going on that NXT they can't even. Move tickets anymore, which is crazy. Because if you remember, hottest ticket in town. Hottest to ticket in town. It used to be NAC, but but not anymore. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But other than that, um, I, I've enjoyed the show tonight, and I want to thank everybody out there for listening and supporting the No Gimmicks podcast and uh, making us number eighty-one out of the top one hundred. And hopefully, we keep shooting up the ladder here and let yep. people know that we're just not some mark podcast. We're a podcast that we make you think. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Always, always remember always. We make you think. We make you think on this podcast. We, we, and I want you to go back and like, was Frank right about that? Was he telling the truth about that? <laughs> yeah, goddamn right I was. And that's the bottom line.
0: That's up for debate. <laughs> that's hey, up for debate.
1: Go, go, on, the, go on the encyclopedia of, of sports entertainment. It's called the WB Network on Peacock. It's all on there. For you.
0: <laughs> sure. yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, also, um, make sure if you're in the LA area, uh, which helps in I said in the LA area, which includes Inglewood, I didn't say LA specifically, but if you're in that area, um, make sure if you're going out to WrestleMania, which is in Inglewood, that you stop by and you support some of these local uh wrestling promotions uh they're 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 doing a whole bunch of stuff there that weekend i know impact is going to be there with uh new japan as well they're going to be doing the uh multiverse unite on thursday uh you got wrestlecon that whole weekend plus everything frank d said like there's something for everybody no matter what you're into all the hardcores the pure wrestling fans like there's something for everybody, and that's that's one thing I learned on WrestleMania, is that there's literally stuff everywhere. So make how, sure you. How dare they piggyback off a of WrestleMania? <laughs> damn it! Take my money, damn it! <laughs> but yeah, there's there's all types of events in that area. So make sure if if you if that's not your flavor, um, like there's something out there for you. So make yeah, sure you go out there. Out, uh, Go out, go out there and there.
1: support. You know, yeah, go, yeah, absolutely. Go out there and support these these indie wrestling companies because they are the superstars of tomorrow. Of oh, tomorrow. Yeah. It goes. So, it goes. Support these dudes, anyways. These dudes don't make a lot of money. You feel I me? Mean? Go out there and buy the merch. You feel yep. I me? Mean? Go out there and support these guys that's out there busting their ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go out there and support. Just go out there and be a fan in general. You don't have to be a, a, a an asshole or a dick. You don't have to be Frank <laughs> D. You know what I'm saying?
0: i mean it's fun sometimes but don't don't be that
1: um, um public baby
0: <laughs> but yeah special thank you to uh dog Pound championship wrestling and the city boys for coming through today i uh, really enjoyed you guys make sure if you are not on our patreon again if you are listening to this podcast and not here live follow us on patreon subscribe and come hang out with us and be a part of that conversation. But till then, hit with your tagline, Frankie D.
1: Yeah, so for everybody out there that's listening right now, all right, in order to control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered, all right? And uh, I acknowledge the tribal chief.
0: (laughs) Same. All right, peace out everybody.